I'm excited to have with me as my guest, Jennifer Buchanan. She's award-winning Canadian music therapist, author, and speaker. She's an in-demand speaker, I should say. And she's here today to talk about her career and her latest book, Wellness Well Played, The Power of a Playlist. Even saying the power of a playlist, it's just, I love the title, Jennifer, and welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to talking to you. Yes, finally, right? Um, Yes, so I would like the listeners and viewers know, what does a music therapist do? And and has it always been important or is it never like, is it, yeah. Um, you know, it's, I think the first thing people find interesting is it's an actual profession. People go to university and they actually, um, uh, go through an internship. They do all their education programs and they write a board exam at the end and they become certified music therapists. So that's the first interesting part. The second is the huge scope of people that we get the opportunity to spend time with. Um, In my own career, my youngest client has been two months old. Um, We will see people like in NICU, so in children's hospitals, we will follow um, some kids out into the communities and in their schools. Um, Maybe they're having challenges with reading and, and music's going to help develop some of the neural pathways that we need for that and their breath control and confidence and all those things. And then we also go out into the community and to long-term care centers. We work in group homes. We work in highly medical situations. Um, And the reason I say that is, you know, throughout COVID, our music therapists, um, some of our team was frontline in ICU and in neuro rehab and working on the uh, brain injury units, you know, fully in their in their suits, you know, and and their masks with their guitars and and actually going in, and we continue to do that today. And of course, we also feel very fortunate to to work with um, our older adults and in a variety of different settings. And and we're just passionate about this fact that that every decade we need to keep incorporating things that help us to age well and to feel well. And music is one of those ingredients. Yes. I mean, it should be part of the curriculum in schools. (laughs) Right. Right. For all of us and not just about music and learning music, but also incorporating music to help us with our focus and our learning. It makes so much sense. It's a tool, just like, you know, we talk about that we have all these different tools in our life to help us with our mental health and learning. Yeah, music definitely should be one of those. Yes. I mean, I think of like art therapy, right? To yes. deal with trauma and same thing yes. music, right? It's like the key to opening your senses and to help people who are going through mental illness and, and, and so forth. But Jennifer, was there a pivotal moment that you knew you wanted to become a music therapist? Mm. 
You know, this really starts with my origin story and how this all began. And it was with my granddad, who at the age of 62 had his second major stroke. And he went to um, Surrey Memorial uh, Extended Care Hospital at the time in British Columbia. And he would reside there for the next eight years of his life before he passed away. And while he was there, my granny did absolutely everything she could to incorporate a quality of life. Um, you know, this was before we were talking about that. This is when there was a lot of nursing and we weren't really focused on what are some additional things we need in healthcare. And it would be granny that asked me to sing granddad's favorite song. So simple, so simple. Um, but it wasn't really easy for me because granddad was miserable. He was the grumpiest guy I'd ever known in my entire life. So me actually sitting in front of him and singing a song just felt awkward. And I was a tween, but the results were astonishing. Uh, granddad would cry. He'd hold my hand for the first time. We would feel connected. I would then start going there every Friday, spending time in, you know, Surrey Memorial <laughs> and hanging out. And Granny would hear about the profession of music therapy. There's a lovely program um, in uh, British Columbia at Capilano University. So it was close to home and I was able to go there and graduate. And I mean, that's like over three decades ago. So it's been going okay. Wow, you know, Jennifer, congratulations. But how does it make you feel that you not only touched your, your grandfather, but, you know, people that, I mean, you want to help people, but people have gone through trauma. Like, how does that make you yeah. feel? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an honor to be able to do this work. Um, you know, some people say it sounds like you probably go pretty deep pretty fast and you do music's incredibly efficient to get to those feelings and emotions so you can imagine in a therapeutic counseling style context it um we hear and see a lot of very heavy things on a regular basis like all other mental health professionals do and um you know, this is part of why the training was so important. It's to put that level of uh, of what we call the professionalism in there to that all of our work is about the person in front of us. It's about them achieving their goals, whatever that may be. Some of it might be incredibly physical, like them being able to get up and running again. It could very much be something just like that. It could also just mean that they're not feeling like they want to get up and out the door running. They might be feeling a little sad and we can be a part of supporting you through that to get you back doing the things you love to do. We just do it in a different way than some of the traditional therapies you've heard about. Yeah. So I love it when you said getting out the door and run <laughs> because you know you can recover from an injury, right? And you're right. feeling like, oh, should I or shouldn't I? But that music would, would you know, creating your own playlist, for example, would really, and, and speaking with you, or, you know, be very beneficial. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, you know, do you, Jennifer, do you know how, like, any stats, like, uh, you know, since the pandemic, like, right. Um, yeah. So the most recent one that I've heard is that's um, 
like I just, I can't even believe it, but it's sounding like when it comes to mental health, we're looking at a billion people on the planet right now facing some mental health condition. This is not mental illness. This is mental health. And, but at a level that they have never felt before. So the newest stat is about, yeah, a billion people on the planet. Um, We're also seeing, like when it comes to stats in regards to how music can help, the release of certain hormones in our body. So the dopamine, which is your feel good, um, uh, feel good hormone. Um, when we're looking at serotonin, where that's the one you don't want to get too low because when it gets low, you're feeling really low. Oxytocin is that social bonding um, where you feel connected to other people. So all these hormones and neuro, oh, and let's talk cortisol, which you want to come down, which is stress reduction, right? So all of those hormones and neurotransmitters that are released into our system are released into our system with music as well. When we can identify the right music at the right time, we can essentially use music as a drug on the system. And so it's a wonderful, um, addition to the traditional therapies and pharmaceuticals that people are going through. And as I said earlier, is incredibly efficient. So we are seeing that people can change their mood. Like, and you probably your listeners have heard about, I uh, have felt this, like a certain song gets on the radio and you are immediately affected. And so we know this can happen really, really, really quickly. Um, where we can get this boost. And I like to remind people that music may not get rid of every stress in your life, but it can create margin around your spirit for sure. So you can take that next step that if you are feeling worried and or sad or, um, you know, any of the, the feelings that might be making you feel a bit stuck, more stucker than you would like to feel. Uh, music does have that capacity to create that margin. If you are recognizing there's something more than that, that's when we say reach out to a mental health professional or uh, including music therapists. Yes. I mean, I mean, you hear music at the beginning of a race, like a marathon it pumps you up and then you get into your zone and then you have the visualization. And I, you have your earbuds on, you're listening to the music, and it, and it just brings you along on that totally. journey. So it's 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 uh, such powerful, you know. Do you have a special tempo you love to run to? Do you have one that every time you get there, it's your groove and you know it? <laughs> I just like the energy, the high energy. Yeah. Um, I'm still dance. I'm still standing. By oh energy. yeah, I'm still. <laughs> Anyway, By Elton John, yes. You're the singer with your guitar. No. But I'm, I'm, I just feel music, is, it feeds the soil, soul and it heals you. And it also yes. creates imagination, right? And creativity. Totally. Yes, absolutely. Which leads me to what inspired you to write Wellness Well Played, The Power of a Playlist? Well, you know, we were just talking about getting stuck. And um, I had been writing this book a little bit when I had moments. And then all of a sudden, March, you know, 2020 struck. And 
we all started feeling stuck. My clients were feeling uncertain, like they've never felt uncertain before. And what was happening is people hearing music gave them something certain to hear. It was familiar. It was something that had anchored into their brain over the years. And so it was really time to quickly finish the book so we could get it out. Um, because it's, it is absolutely an accessible read that does delve into the science, music and the brain, but it also gives you many different exercises through it. So if one doesn't work for you, hopefully another one would for a variety of different reasons. Some of the exercises are based around memory, some mood, some finding motivation, some are about um, getting groups of people together. Some are totally just to be private and be very reflective in your own work. But it does mean that it means getting to do some work. And the best um, the best way for change is to put in a bit of effort. And I wanted people to do that with music because often music is just something that we go to turn on and let it feed us. But there is something deeply powerful about going in and curating that playlist and putting in your time to do it. Yes. And it, it's, it's just like it's a wonderful journey, right? And you're selecting songs, correct? That you may not even, oh, that's a good memory of my childhood, perhaps. This is a good memory of where I'm now. I don't, you know, and just. Totally. Yep. Yeah. Or this one's going to fit this particular mood. I hadn't thought about that before. Or if all of a sudden tomorrow I could only listen to 12 songs, what 12 songs would they be? Wow. <laughs> right? Like all those things just make you dig a little bit deeper into the why and the values of what music we select. And um, And what's also so great about it is there's no place on the planet where music doesn't exist. This is an opportunity for us to remain curious and interested in why other people select the music they choose and to get to know them better. Yes. Instead of having, I would say, someone selecting the songs for you on your own yes. playlist. Yes. <laughs> oh. So good. Yeah. So that's wonderful. Like, do you have a favorite playlist, Jennifer, you can share uh you know, I've put together a couple lately, um, and they're on my website, if we can share the website, uh, which is jenniferbuchanan.ca. And all on there, I'm, I'm starting to add blog posts that also include the playlist that people are working on. So I just did a survey with um, 50 professional speakers across Canada. Canada. And so these are people that get on stage and entertain us and inform us. And it's nerve wracking to do that job, getting on the stage and, and, and doing that work. So I asked them for the top songs that, um, that motivate them. So they, we put it together, the top 25 songs that motivate professional speakers. And I'm sharing that with people because they're listening to it and they're getting kind of excited about, oh yeah, that song is really motivating and you can connect to it in a new way. Oh, I love it. My goodness. It's like there's International Women's Day coming up. There's a song that could be 
this is, oh, so the feedback's been wonderful, right? Been really good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Oh my goodness. And then you have other books like Tune In, which is for stress. For, and then you have an entrepreneur book, um, Wellness Incorporated. <laughs> yes. Which that's very good for every entrepreneur like myself. And then my body's special children's book. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. And, and all of the books came at different times in my life. Actually, it was My Body's Special, the children's book, that was the very first one in 1998. And uh, it came at a time where um, we where I could see a lot of the kids that I was working with were struggling with being included in the classrooms. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I wrote the song, My Body's Special, especially for me. There are so many parts that I can touch and see. They may not always do what others do so easily, but My Body's Special, especially for me. And so it was based on a song and the imagery that, and the art that's been done on that. And uh, we just relaunched it. That's why I'm sharing it. We just relaunched it for my company's uh, 30th anniversary, and it was very special. And you're right, Wellness Incorporated, the book on entrepreneurship, because being in a profession that nobody's ever heard of, it didn't work the same as what others do. And being health entrepreneurs is a different thing. And uh, I had gone back to complete my MBA. And as I was doing all that work, after 20 years of running my business, I went back to school uh, to actually learn how to do this business thing. And then I came out of it and I really had some of the pieces I didn't have before. And I wanted to make sure I captured it in a way where I could share it with many of the other small businesses that I help coach now through through that. And then, yes, Tune In is a wonderful introduction to music therapy. And then Wellness Well Played is for everybody listening today. So you can remember how much you actually do love music. Jennifer, what is next for you? (laughs) You know, um, you know what, this second, I'm really, really working that out. One of the places that I have worked for the last 20 years is in corrections. I work in an area of correction called forensics and, um, and not much has been written on that. And I'm feeling like I, I'd like to dig in pretty deep with a heavy piece of research and maybe I can get a psychiatrist interested with me and, and we could write a paper about the work that's been done in this particular setting. So, yeah. Oh my goodness, a lot of research and a lot of, um, it's it's going to be very helpful. Like what you do, I mean, you're, you are a role model, you're inspiring others, you're helping others and you know, from was were you fifteen years old when you first learned that you? Yeah, I yeah. You. I think I probably really felt it. You know what? I I really really felt it at about seventeen and eighteen. I had heard about it, but that's when it started. I was pretty young to go into the program. I was so grateful they accepted me. Um. Yeah. 
you know, it was, and, and so I always speak to any students out there, you know, this is an option because a lot of people say, ah, do you perform and do you do this? And no, I, this is what I do. This is my career of choice. And I'm grateful that it's been an opportunity. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Jennifer? <laughs> you know, I guess just um, thinking about all the people out there that are, uh, uh, looking to mix music and movement together. You know, there's different um, things to consider when you're doing that. Uh, one is the tempo um, and to really try to find the right beats per minute that is going to support you. That's going to be different for everybody, but I'd love to encourage people to think about that. The other is the level of orchestration you want. Um, some people and, and the genre, the actual style, I have really learned as someone who is um, who who has to work at at their athleticism. I have to actually that's where I definitely have to put my work. And it really helps when I use really, really big orchestrated um, music that that just fills my headphones and and makes me feel like I'm floating on top of the music. So I just want to encourage everyone that as you're aging well and working towards rocking every age that we're going to have that we allow music to support us in the best way possible because it can thank you so much jennifer and for more information can you please uh tell us the website again Yes, it's Jennifer Buchanan, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-B-U-C-H-A-N-A-N dot C-A. Joining me today at the Rio Theatre is professional photographer Philip Chin, and he's here today to talk about his work and what is next for him. Welcome, Phil. Yes, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, so when did your interest in photography begin? Oh, my photography, ooh, good question. Um, I'm gonna say probably in 85 or 86, 1985. So it's dating it a bit. And uh, basically a, a friend dared me to try photography. Oh. Yeah, and that's what got me to college for photography. Yes, and where did you go to school? Uh, I went to Langara Community College, and uh, that was a two-year program. And uh, it was two of the hardest years of my life. Well, no, I'll, I'll, I won't say that now. Back then, it was two of the hardest years of my life. But now it's like a cakewalk. Was there a pivotal moment that you knew that, yes, this is what I want to do? Actually, there was a few times about that. Uh, but I'll say the latest one was in the last 10 years when I started doing this process called Tintype Photography. Photography.